0: This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by you. That's right, we're on Patreon now, so head on over to patreon.com talkingsimpsons talking simpsons. For as little as $5 a month, you can help our show and get all kinds of great extra content on top of that. We've got a ton of great bonus content waiting for you right now, so head on over to patreon.com talkingsimpsons talking simpsons today.
1: I heartily endorse this event or product.
0: Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons number one in Rand McNally. I am your host, International Drains Commissioner Bob Mackey, and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Who else is here with me today? Uh,
2: Henry Gilbert, and there's a lot more mucus here.
0: <laughs> it's true, and who else? Argentinian Hitler Chris Antis. Oh, boy. The secret's <laughs> out. And today's episode is Bart versus Australia. <laughs> Australia,
3: oh, America, America, Australia, America, <laughs> Australia,
0: America, Australia, oh! And today's episode aired on February 19th, 1995. And as always, Chris will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real world history. (gasps)
4: Oh, boy, Bobby, and TV fans everywhere, because the Bradys have gone big screen with the Brady Bunch movie. And look out, Sonic the Hedgehog, because Ristar has hit the Sega Genesis and Canada's hit television kids show, The Big Comfy Couch, makes its U.S. debut. Oh, the
0: star of that played Claire Redfield in Resident Evil 2 and Code Veronica. Whoa. In, yes. life? In, oh, real in real life? Voice. In, in the uh, She's a voice actress, okay. in, and she played Lydia in the cartoon Beetlejuice. I uh, had no idea. Uh, very man. Canadian is what I'm saying here. What very, very nice. Canadian.
2: Yeah, I man, I didn't know that. I never watched Port. Big Cartoon comfy couch or bananas in pajamas those I mean, were like when I, I was 15 that's
4: Australian I was jerking Henry. off at this point I wasn't <laughs> yes, watching yeah. children's programming.
0: but I remember Chris talking about this on another podcast yeah. but I do want to revisit the Brady Bunch movie Dude. because you pointed out it is the most 90 movies making fun of the 70s but now that we're 20 years later it's just yeah. like you ain't all that 90s it's Fuck the you. most
4: arrogant Gen X movie I've yeah. ever seen oh. it makes every single detail of like 1995 feel like it's so much
0: more important than your
4: puffy lapels and I never thought about disco that. music it's so it's so arrogant I never thought about the, the
0: snide gen x ray of it? Uh, it's of like it all? Davy
4: Jones comes on stage and like that's not music. This is music grudge. Like, <laughs> fuck you. This is awful
0: too. Do uh, any of the Brady kids mosh in that movie? I seem to recall something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. every like
4: every single nineteen ninety five trend, they pretend like they don't even know what a giant brick sized mobile phone
2: is. Fuck <laughs> <Like, laughs> you, nineteen ninety five. They then just replayed like ten sitcom plots throughout the film yeah. of like she gets hit in the nose mm-hmm. with uh football, and then also the new jam Jan- brain. Jan wears a uh, an Afro wig Maybe. to the party, and they have astroturf. But Gary Cole is perfect. Oh and yeah, Shelley Long. The movies both are cast.
4: both movies are transfixing, especially. especially if you have like vague. I don't know lucid memories of the Brady Bunch, which I think we do, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of gone.
2: And that they they played, they walked right up to the line of like it. In both it and the sequel, they're like, "Oh, uh, Marcia's friend is a lesbian who wants to get with her." But let's we'll just get up to that line, and, and then and then in two, they joke around of like, "What if Greg and Marsha had?" Sex? <laughs> the <laughs> like, show did that. Yeah, well, yeah that's the show true. did.
0: That. I remember uh, Anna Faris as Jan, right? Mm-hmm. No. Was she Jan or no? No, no. It wasn't... I, it wasn't anybody I can... Interesting. Was Jan Pam was Stiller's really good. It was life as
2: Marcia, but yeah, the She's Jan was tailored. very good. I yeah. feel
0: like they were... Uh, we're going on way too long about this. I, I want to get this out because I know this. That's I feel fascinating like they were ripping out. off this uh, this comedy stage show yes. that Andy Richter and Melanie Hutzel, Melanie Hutzel. were both in that yeah. just did Brady Bunch stuff. And that's how mm-hmm. Melanie Hutzel got to be on SNL and played Jan Brady in those Once, sketches. yeah. Wow. Or in that one sketch. I seem to For recall there being more, but maybe it was just one. I think
4: it was one but it was awesome because Chris Rock came out as a mishmash of Mushmouth and Donald from Fat Albert oh, yeah. uh, in live action oh, wait, Fat they, Albert sucks now they fused uh, <laughs> he always sucked I yeah, love Fat Albert but,
2: but the, the Brady Bunch movie who'd have thought it would have aged better than the Fat Albert movie you know? oh, God. So I, I liked the very Brady sequel because they got even stupider they're like they had a bigger budget so they thought, Well, now we can do the Hawaii plot and now we can mm-hmm. even have a reference to the cartoon mm-hmm. and the and the and the variety hour. They could do all the I only like the Brady's it's like tangentially through Gen X e. like I never watched it until until after they like started having the reruns on Nick at Night when I the movie it. came out I watched
0: out. a ton of it growing
4: up yeah. Yeah. it was my original Full House yeah, and then Full you, House took over if you didn't have cable like it was on like four times a day and it was mm. the only thing about kids that was syndicated it was like that or M.A.S.H. So it was always Brady Bunch.
2: <laughs> and uh, Ristar was them trying to make a second Sonic that actually played better in some ways. It's really better than than Sonic, the first Sonic Great music, music too. Yeah. Yeah. But it did not. That, that star just wasn't as cool as a cocky hedgehog. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Who could be. So, But this also episode, ripped from the headlines, right? Yeah, yeah, I want to get into this. So the basis of this episode uh, was a 1993 incident in Singapore by an American wow. citizen named Michael Fay. Why were we Attending so- the Singapore American School. We were and, talking about this on another podcast, and I don't know why. There was a one-off
2: one? joke yes. about it in Bart's comment where okay. Skinner says, it won't be a simple caning this time, okay. but this is the more direct episode.
0: So I guess he vandalized some cars, yeah. he stole some signs, and he was sentenced to four months in jail, 3500 Singapore dollars, and six strokes of the cane. Wow! After international pressure, it was reduced to four strokes. But I believe uh, Weird Al, uh, the, the songwriter, oh singer Weird Al said it best in the song headline news.
1: to singapore and brought along his spray paint when he finally came back he had cane marks all over his bottom he said that it was from when the warden whacked it so
0: we're good so you know, Weird Al is playing fast and loose with the facts. He was not visiting Singapore. He was living there with his mother. Uh, yeah. He was an American citizen attending an American school. But yeah, he was whacked in the ass <laughs> as a form of punishment, and it, uh, there was much fun was made of this. Yeah, yeah. but a big
4: foreign controversy. The
2: American idea that a foreign government can spank our kids. No. Yeah, it. Well, that's that's played around with a lot in this episode. But it was in the case of the Singapore caning. It was like we we do have the death penalty here like it's, it's something for america to be super judgmental yes. about like we're doing they're doing public corporal
0: punishment like a we, formal we spanking a yeah. it's
4: just when you you look at this episode now and it seems ridiculous but there were yeah. millions of federal dollars spent around this case housing people overseas yeah. and dip, diplomacy out the wazoo mm-hmm. it costs money to like try and get michael Fay out of this
2: yeah, this well, incident. America gets really mad when a country does something to an American. It's, it's also, it's why you hear those stories of like, you'll hear stories about a natural disaster, let's say, in some part of the world that is isn't America. And the American news, they'll report on it, but you'll also see the stories of like, five americans died uh-huh. in this thing of like well among yeah there were american bodies among mm-hmm. hundreds of other bodies <laughs> it's our sheer exceptionalism
0: henry that makes yeah. us more important
2: it's it's our greatness that makes us so exceptional as duke ingress said but so they turned it to not have to make fun of singapore or an asian country they then go to Something in a similar time zone with, yes. with Australia.
0: I do want to get into this really quick, though, that um, I believe this is the superior, the best Simpsons International episode because mm. every other one, it's like, here are a list of things we're going to make fun of about this country. Mm-hmm. This is half that and half, let's just make things make up. Make things up. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about this episode. How just It just makes things up and just presents them to you Made with a research. research. Yeah, yes. just like the, the Prime Minister is not the real Prime Minister. There There's no boot on the Australian flag. <laughs> like, all of these great details and these great, like, these made-up words, these made-up customs. I just love how they make all this stuff up instead of choosing to make fun of Australian. And this is, the this is their.
4: It's odd to think about this is the Simpsons' first international trip. This is yeah. the first time they've yeah. left America. Well, Bart went to France. But, but he did. As that a was, family,
2: yeah. they had never gone together. But instead of, like, well, they go to Africa, or, or they Japan. go to Japan or Brazil, and all those things have to be, like, realer or yeah. presented as, like, this is half of a thing that's real in Japan. It is incredible that... you.
4: Yeah, Australia was a good target to pick because you can... They're white people, so they can be mm-hmm. made fun of. They, it, only recently were the Australians mildly offended by this portrayal. Mm-hmm. And even then, they have a good sense of humor about it. And did you see that news story from two years ago? Petition started by oh, a man named Thomas <laughs> Probst. Got 70,000 signatures to change Australians' currency to dollary dues. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is perfect. According to Probst, uh, due to global commodity prices plummeting, the Australian economy is, is, is struggling. That's why we need to do something to stimulate the Australian economy, and that something is changing the name of Australian currency to dollarie doos This will make <laughs> millions of people around the world want to get their hands on the Australian currency due to real-life Simpsons reference driving up the value of Australian currency. Wow, yes. I didn't know that. Okay, so I've wow. seen the meme of the fake dollarie do on, no. the, on the
0: front of it is Tobias's father looking at the bill. It, well, okay, I think yeah. that's
4: fake, but I believe... The Australian Mint buckled and made limited edition dollar dues. Wow. Yeah. They, that, was an, that was the last announcement on the petition. I couldn't Is that find like it when a real
0: uh, we mint special coins as collector's items yes. and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I see yeah.
2: that. Well, yeah, and like uh, Scottish Money, they put like a famous golfer on it once too. Oh, they've, yeah. They've done that though. Uh, but the, also, Australia was in the news recently in our first uh, Bill Oakley interview which you guys go back and listen to he was remarking on how him and Josh Weinstein wrote this episode because they're like, well, we'd never have an international incident with Australia. They've been our friends forever. Yeah. Oh. And then in the first week of our current president's term, right. he pissed off Australia. I don't want to hear it,
0: Australian. <laughs> I, I don't even, it was so many incidents ago. Yeah. I don't even remember what happened. Well, so the,
2: the, it was one of those other funny things where the entire transcript. So first there was a story that he had a bad phone call with Prime Minister Turnbull, oh, who, yeah. who was the guy there. And then the entire transcript leaked and it was hilarious of him of him talking to him on the phone and saying like uh hello mr i'm not going to do an impersonation trump he's like hello uh isn't our mutual friend this australian golfer having a good time too And it was it was trump doing every 80s boss move he learned from a boss book And Can you see
4: the gun fingers i'm pointing yeah. at you
2: and, and partially though turnbull the the problem was that turnbull said so we have all these refugees and we're going to send them to you and he's like I, I, my entire plank was was that we're not going to take on refugees. You're going to make me look so bad. He's like, well, Obama agreed to this. He's like, Ooh, we really, but you're we're in make a really sticky situation bad. with brown people right yeah. now. <laughs> but it's just him co- keeps Pressing. whining yeah. like but it'll make me look bad. Don't you know? The president like, deals could, uh,
4: whining his way out of a deal. I could be wrong. He complained about Obama and mm-hmm. then said, the Russia phone call was much better than this. Yes, I yeah. bet it was. This was a
2: bad phone call. <laughs> I bet it was. And then when Turnbull came to America, they had to have like a makeup of like... But then there was an extra hilarious part where he the the meeting with turnbull in in person in america was happening during an attempt to repeal obamacare and then trump was like oh, our health care man is such a thing i wish we had it like you guys i bet not knowing that <laughs> they a, have a public option in hey, australia Boy, yeah, it
0: that really boomeranged on him <laughs> yeah
2: that throwing sticks stunt <laughs> of his uh but yeah so that anyway that's where oakley and weinstein came from it as australia would be a funny one because they're always been our friend and it's they they have a very similar history to america of being a former british colony that uh well they didn't exactly rebel but it is a former british colony that also you know murdered the natives <laughs> and took over <laughs> took over an area they just didn't have as much exploitable resources as we did but australia seems like a lovely place bob and i used to uh, we worked very recently with a a uh, lovely Australian woman who I contemplated asking uh, expert advice on this, <laughs> but she, she, I was like, no, I haven't talked to her in a well, few I, months. I
4: yeah. ended up on a Facebook page I started following a long time ago, mm-hmm. and uh, our rival podcast, The Four Finger Discounts, ah, and they're on mm. there, they're Australians, and they yeah. and they have a whole breakdown of this, like what's real and what I isn't.
2: I did like that. Yeah, I, I read through that too. It is, oh, I saw that. Yeah. Simpsons fans in Australia are definitely in force there. They talked about. On the commentary, that there was some one time talks of an Australian theme park having a Simpsons land in wow. it, even uh, actually the Australian Simpsons fan I met once was my first trip to Japan. I was at a Square Enix event which had all these international Games Press people there, and then included an Australian who was not super jet lag because it's only a three-hour time difference between Sydney and Tokyo. So he was there and I was like, uh, he joked, Everything I know about America I learned from the Simpsons, <laughs> and I said, Well, everything I learned about Australia, right I learned from The Simpsons. So. And Then he played Nike Spoony <laughs> yes, until the yeah. break of dawn. But well, we had a fun, we had a fun little chat about that. It was, it's always interesting to me to meet people from other countries and what the Simpsons meant to them as compared yeah, to to us.
4: It's really interesting and just Australia just just the nature of how hard it is to get to means a lot mm. of people. It is one of the most foreign foreign countries.
2: Yeah. I, and, John Oliver's trip there about gun control on the Daily Show is quite a good one. <laughs> and oh yeah. Just the, but the feeling Chris you had that you had a very funny joke about they all just they they come off as the rednecks of the world. And th- Greg Proops called it Arkansas with a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the world's smartest man.
2: But they do have smarter uh, gun laws there. <laughs> you gotta give them oh, yeah. that. But uh, So when I was around Bart's age, though, I did go through an Australian phase. Well, like, the, it was a really... The thing they talk about in the episode yeah. of America going through an Australian phase, that was real. That happened. Yeah. And yeah. I was
0: alive when it happened. I remember it. I ate my share of Koala Yummies. Mm, koala Yummies. Still... There were
4: multiple Koala cartoon shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When do we want to break down those references? Well, the Koala
2: uh, uh, the koala cartoon shows, I did want to mention that, that apparently that is from in 1984. Mm-hmm. Japan got their first koalas at a zoo, and it caused a koala craze. <laughs> so then they animated uh, shows like the Nuzzles, if yeah. you remember that. I and believe it's the
0: Nuzzles.
2: <laughs> but then, then we got that five years later yeah. in time
0: for our Australian
2: craze, wow. along with Crocodile Dundee.
0: Yeah, shows like that poison my child brain to loving anime, and that's all I watch now. I
2: know. Thank you, Nickelodeon, for your cheap content of getting cheap anime. Cheap dub in stuff, yes. Yeah. I, I can't wait to break
4: down Phil Hartman's Australian references. Oh, they're all great. Yep, it's yep. Great, yes. Good old Jocko. <laughs> uh,
2: but all right, well, why don't we then get into it? Uh, I like the start of the episode in that uh, I oakley and weinstein have talked before about they they got more use out of the kids bathroom than anybody else on the show like <laughs> no they really did yeah they never
0: that stuff never happens in the kids bathroom like uh, the bathroom rug metaphor and uh marge not be proud
2: yeah mm. and i like the design of it you've got like fish on the wall and everything it is uh we didn't have a kid's bathroom uh, in my house you have two bathrooms two ensuite
0: but... bathrooms they're living in little and large in that yes, house. yeah
2: it's uh it's one of those things you see the show like well i could never live this way <laughs> Uh, And they're having that uh, shampoo versus toothpaste race. And that's when we get to the Coriolis effect. So the thing with the Coriolis effect, people, nerdonauts have pointed this out. Lisa is wrong-ish about
0: this. Yeah, yeah.
2: That the Coriolis effect does have an effect on weather. Like Mm -hmm. hurricanes turn a certain way while below the equator, weather events turn a different way. But in a body of water that is small as a toilet or a sink it is kind of nothing like it'll turn either way or it'll just sink down. It won't even spin. You just kneel
0: to grass Tyson all over that. (laughs) I know it's,
2: it's wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. And, but like, She's kind of right. Yeah, she is yeah. right. And it was discovered or named after Gaspard Gustave Coriolis from 1835. Uh, good old
0: Gaspard. Yeah. But and I also just love Homer screaming in the shower like, God, ah! cold. Ah, was... Good animation, too. Who did this one? Wes Archer? It was he a was... Wes Archer one. Yes. yes. Uh, another Dude. vacation episode. He did uh, A Cheen and Scratchy Land, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
4: I still don't get it. It was so prevalent in the 80s and early 90s that flushing the toilet to affect the shower. I yeah. never saw that effect. Uh, it would
2: happen in my house. Same like, here. It would, yeah. like, it would
0: rob cold water of the shower. So yeah. mm, and
2: it would then turn up the heat. in if you uh, oh, turn that... on the hot so, water on your sink, I, I had to assume it the... was a
4: cold
0: water hitting someone in the shower. It's, mm. It makes the water hotter. Yes, it, it's. Uh, I believe it's taking cold water to flush the toilet. This is a revelation. Yeah, so yeah. less revelation. cold
2: water is mixed with the hot water, and then <laughs> changing the temperature. Chris had
0: those rich people pipes. <laughs> oh my goodness, that, that, that Florida aquifer pipes. Um, got plenty of
2: water down there. Uh, yeah, I well now I don't have that because I have not lived anywhere with more than one bathroom in a very long time. but <laughs> I don't know uh, where, my, where my water goes. <laughs> uh, but then Bart learns a bit more about the Coriolis effect and the mysterious land of Rand McNally.
5: Bart, water will only go the other way in the southern hemisphere. What the hell is
6: the southern hemisphere?
5: <sighs> <sighs> Haven't you ever looked at your globe? See? The southern hemisphere is made up of everything below the equator. This line. <laughs>
2: hmm.
6: So down there and say... Argentina or Rand McNally, all their water runs backwards? Uh Uh-huh. In
5: fact, in Rand McNally, they (laughs) wear hats on their feet and hamburgers eat people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love the little acting on Lisa when she says hamburgers eat people like her, arm, her she does a biting motion with her hand, and the pause when she realizes Bart
0: won't know what the equator is Yeah, I this love that line
2: <laughs> and that uh, this is the second Oakley Weinstein thing about burgers taking a bite out of you because <laughs> right. they did that in Lisa versus Malibu Stacy which there's a lot of verses in this season like it's actually where they go from Bart versus Australia to Homer mm-hmm. versus Patty and Selma and then previously Lisa versus Malibu Stacy, but I guess that's that was kind of their naming convention at this time. It's an easy convention, and that yeah, the <laughs> I did I love that Rand McNally joke because as a kid <laughs> I would see glo- like you'd yeah. see globes in the library and they have to fill up space somewhere, so they have a logo on it. But yeah. uh, I I prefer before logos that they would have you know like sea serpents or whatever drawn in there. Those were more
4: fun. But Rand McNally. Before Google Maps, they practically owned mapping technology. <laughs> yes. As a, a printing press in Chicago that ended up, t- like, they were hired to make Chicago newspapers and eventually bought out. No, we make your newspapers now. Wow. Uh, and then, and then I think pioneered the, the, I don't know, topography. Mm-hmm. And they're, I, I don't know. I've seen their name everywhere. Rand McNally. I... They had
2: the corner on printed maps, but now printed for about, maps. For about are a just, century. Uh, yeah. They, you can, Rand McNally still exists. It's now just an app. They're like, well, you download the Rand McNally app and look wow. at stuff like, well, Google maps kind of beat you. I won't be like, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, is, it is
4: the conjunction of two names. Rand uh, and for, McNally. It's
2: just like Barnum and Bailey. Mm-hmm. huh? The, mm-hmm. <laughs> the <laughs> <St>. two <laughs> map giants merged. <laughs> and the Bart had never even opened. Like he was handed a globe on his birthday and now, I never even took the wrapping paper
4: off. I got a globe as a gift. It sucked. Yeah, yeah. I did too.
0: Weird. Like, yeah. why? Like, what, Am I, am I going to explore or something? It's What's not happening? even
4: a globe is not, it Does It's not even good reference material. Yeah. Even without the internet, it's just decoration. It's like, no. well, here's a place
0: I'll never go. and Here's well, a place I'll never go. <laughs> now Super Mario Odyssey has made globes there cool again. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, we should talk about all the places Bart calls, because Bart kills yes. two people with his phone calls. Yeah, it ha- I would say <laughs> that Bart accidentally killing two people are bigger international incidents than a phone bill in Australia. So so the first one is the uh, South Pole research station call and uh, their toilet is frozen over I do like him tapping the toilet with a pen as if it's like you should know this toilet has, has not yeah. functioned it should you should have realized your toilet is frozen by now and also that the guy the guy had a
2: swimsuit issue thing yeah. there. so I wonder if we're supposed to think he's going to be pleasuring himself maybe
0: uh, that was some standard uh, bathroom reading at the time
2: I guess yeah it wasn't uh, uh, I would bet in the there's a lot of masturbation at the, the Antarctica <laughs> uh, research station it's true uh, he calls a lat I think a latin american country it, well it has to be south america so it can't be mexico yeah it's, it's one of those always workable jokes of banana republic dictatorship type yeah. things he, he mistakes apart.
0: bart's phone call for uh, news about the rebels taking over yes. and he jumps out the window and you hear his body hit the ground too Ew, which i forgot about we're at the height of people jumping out of windows yes on they love that the pta disbands is this season yeah <laughs> <laughs> he calls some like place that's overrun with like lava and a guy yeah. tries to answer the phone and falls into the lava so creep. that guy's dead too yeah and uh, they call Hitler on his car phone which is also <laughs> nah, a nah. nuisance phone <laughs> I can't yeah.
4: believe I had to google just Adolf Hitler yes. you're like wait how old was he <laughs> yeah I
0: mean a lot of Nazis fled to Argentina and there was uh, there was conspiracies about Adolf Hitler still being alive he mm. would have been 106 <laughs> in 1995 so which so, is
2: possible but he wasn't driving no, no that no, wasn't no. happening it's the funniest idea in the world that you know he's shopping at Cartier too yeah. Yes, that all these, and that a guy gives him an other old Nazi, salutes him on a bicycle. <laughs> like, sarcastically. Yeah, 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 I'm a nude night. But this, this confused the this because sh- I had to, Dad, is
4: Hitler still alive? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. No, well, but ha- maybe. It, uh, Nazis always wanted to dream that Hitler was still alive, and then it was all just a hoax that the, the Americans said he killed himself, but his skull was really a woman's. But even then, it's like, well then he would be the oldest nazi alive and he can't that would hitler wasn't living the life of no. a man who lived to be he was on speed a
0: lot and uh, they, they
2: joked about how graining hates hitler jokes even on there that they, yeah. they somehow got it through they actually there this heated up uh recently again this hitler in south america thing because the cia declassified some documents very recently that they had reports that Hitler is in Colombia and then moved to Argentina. And they say, the CIA people are like, well, look, we we had to look into it because it seemed important at the mm-hmm. time, but this was not real. Like, it didn't really <laughs> work. But they,
4: I only, And I realize I only have my definitive view of what happened to Hitler mm-hmm. from the German movie Downfall from about 15 years ago, All right. which is where the angry Hitler meme comes from. Because yes. it's the German people's first movie addressing Hitler. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I trusting the Germans to tell me that Hitler died?
2: That's how they they win you over. That's how they get you. Yeah, well, as we all know, he took a suicide
4: pill.
2: When really, he was shot to death in a movie theater and then exploded. Exactly. That's what what happened.
4: But I I had one huge question here. Sure. And it was really dumb. Holy shit, do collect calls still exist? It, like, the idea of calling another country, I love that joke about pushing 9,000 numbers.
0: Yes. Because I didn't do it until my 20s, and it's it's mm. stupid difficult. Well, do you remember just the, the collect call wars and the long-distance well, wars of the 90s? If you give me a moment, I can okay. have a Simpsons guest star explain to you what's going on.
1: Better call the beef house. And tell them we're going to be late.
4: Hey. You could save up to 44% if you dialed 1-800-COLLECT.
7: 44%? You're kidding.
8: <laughs> no, I'm not. It's easy. See?
7: You better listen to the brother. You're need that 44% when you get my
2: bill. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! That was wow. a strange period. Yeah, the the call
0: att I forget, I forget there was a one eight hundred George Carlin did ads. I Phil Hartman did. I'm pretty sure the Who Shot Mr. Burns stunt was sponsored by a collect call or long distance call plan, like an yeah. AT and T thing.
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I I remember David Arquette and John yes. Stamos were yeah. also part mm-hmm. of it. All the it was the collect call boom. Carrot top.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah so according everybody. to an Ars Technica article from two years ago, I I don't think these are still run by legitimate companies. But somebody bought those lines, Man. and in a desperate move, an Ars Technica editor or user called one eight hundred Collect two years ago for six minutes, and it cost him fifty dollars. Oh my god, Whoa. fifty dollars! But a collect call, I didn't know for a long time, is essentially like COD. You're calling someone who they have the recipient yeah. of your phone call they has to pay. pay for it. Yeah. They're footing
0: the bill. I remember just how how ancient all this stuff is. It's like one of the old <laughs> Seinfeld episodes, there's a bit about how when you're on a payphone and the operator asks you to put another dime, like, you, ball's in your court now. It's like, when does that ever happen? Like, are you being extorted in a payphone? What yeah, happens if I, you don't I, put you know, money what, in? What
4: we would do pre-cell phones, we'd be out and try to call trying to call a friend. We'd use 1-800-COLLECT. I did that, too. And you'd leave a message. Uh, you'd usually leave... This is a message from... Christopher. But instead, we'd be at a payphone. Mm. You'd call for free. 942 is it Like, yell out the number so
2: someone could
0: call that payphone back. Or just tell them to pick you up or whatever. Yes. I did that with my parents. Like, yeah. come pick me
2: up. Yeah. Mm. that. Well, that commercial and all those commercials also depended on... Well, the only way you're going to call somebody, collect, is because you have a payphone near you. It's like, well, one, I'm never going to have a payphone near me, and two, I yeah, always have a phone. Why was
4: this so important? Well, yeah, it, I... was,
2: it was another racket. The last time I got a collect call was when a friend was uh, calling me for bail, oh,
0: and that yeah. was like
2: 12 years ago.
4: Yeah, but, yeah. I, I called someone from jail, too. What up, but John?
0: I don't think about long-distance plans. I just know I can call my mom in Ohio, 2,000 miles away, and it, there won't be a bill or a charge for that call on my phone. It's, it's
4: bizarre. Long-distance yeah. has not been an issue mm-hmm. on a phone call level in about well, a decade well
2: and even international calls like mm-hmm. bart's international call thing i only thought of that recently uh, a couple years ago i did a covered comic con with some british compatriots mm-hmm. and they're like okay just give us uh, just call our phone and it's uh all of these numbers, I was like, this is too many numbers. <laughs> Come on. Let's just get, and if you're in an office, yeah.
4: you got to dial 9 and hit yeah, your extension. Yeah, Ugh.
2: yeah it's, it, but all that's again in, in today, Email. like you just have FaceTime with somebody in Japan. We, when we were in Japan, uh, we all went on a group trip to Japan in 2014, and we just signed up for Line. Line and it's is like, great. Yeah, I just will give you a phone call online and use Wi Fi. Like, I'm not paying the fees to use this stuff here. Like, so. I would also like to mention that Bart is bad in every way in this. Like he is always in the <laughs> He's at fault. He is at fault. <laughs> he deserves a booting, quite honestly. So when he finally calls Australia, that's when he realizes he needs to call collect, and the the plot begins in earnest.
3: This is the International Operator. Will you accept a collect call
6: from... Uh, yes. This is Dr. Bart Simpson of the International Drains Commission. It's an emergency. If it's an emergency, (laughs) then... We understand some drains in your area have been malfunctioning, sucking in people and whatnot. We like his. That's awful. Indeed. We need you to check your sinks and toilets and tell us which way the water is going. And please, stand clear. It's just, it all draining clockwise, sir. Huh? Oh, she was right, stupid Lisa Science Queen. Well, why don't you just check your neighbor's drains? I'll hold.
2: <laughs> but Tobias lives in the middle of nowhere in Bryce. Hey,
6: Bart, the bakery caught fire and all of downtown smells like cookies. Want to go smell? Yes. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> so, like, I think Oakley and Weinstein have the best constructed episodes of mm-hmm. The Simpsons, and this one, I was just thinking about how it starts. It starts with the catalyst for everything—the swirling yeah. down the drain—and that that's what starts Bart on his journey that leads him to Australia. Mm-hmm. It's very that's well constructed true, yeah. that way.
2: Each step goes to the next one very easily. He's and trying then...
0: to move toilet water with his hands, yes,
2: <laughs> and <laughs> then, then al- the plunger part. <laughs> and then also, yeah, this isn't unlike, say, Fear of Flying, where they waste eight mm. minutes on a thing that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they then they are immediately like each. Step Goes the other. There's no weak B plot in this of Bart becoming a ballet dancer. Or oh, spoilers it's for a- next episode.
4: <laughs> the Simpsons will be right back.
2: We hope you listeners are as happy as a Charles Walzer in a lift as you're listening to this episode and know that we are able to do this full time thanks to patreon.com slash talking Simpsons. That is where we are directly supported and are able to do this full time. Not have to bother with jobs that distract us from Simpsons and where you can focus on making tons of exclusive content on top of this podcast. For just $5 a month, you can get access to every episode of this show from now on ad free and a week early. Plus, you'll get access to the entire first season of Talking sentence Plus, we're reposting some classic episodes from season two with the ads removed in them as well. And perhaps coolest of all, it's where you can listen to Talking Critic, where we go through the Critic every episode one at a time with our wonderful co hosts Michael Raparez and Diana Goodman. Those are all super fun. Again, just five dollar redos. And for $10 dues or more, you'll also get access to a special series of videos only available to our bestest patrons. So go to patreon.com/talkingsimpsons today and help us out. Disparaging our shirt is a bootable offense, so why don't you go to tiny.cc slash talking shirt and check out the awesome Talking Simpsons t-shirt you can get today. Did you know that we have a t-shirt? Did you know that it comes in tons of different sizes and ships internationally? Did you know it is made wonderfully in a beautiful sky blue by shirt sickle? And did you know that it is based on the Ion Springfield design made by our wonderful friend of the show, Nina Matsumoto? All these things I just said are true and you can check it out for yourself at tiny.cc slash talking shirt and grab one for yourself. Just $19.99 plus tax and shipping and all that stuff pretty good deal on a really great shirt check it out
1: hey this is sideshow luke barry you're listening to talking simpsons on laser time
0: this week on laser time the internet's seventh leading pop culture podcast the gang is tackling a brand new topic this character
4: i believe has the distinction of being the only person who has led the let me finish all three of these teams because this is pretty impressive the Teen Titans, the Outsiders, and the Justice League of America. Pony Boy. That's
2: Nightwing. That's Nightwing. Dick uh, Grayson.
4: Wow. Is that C. Thomas Howell? Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Pony Boy. <laughs> 11,
0: <laughs> Pony Boy. We're, only a We're superhero here. ever. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Couldn't even save Johnny. Pony
0: Boy. <laughs> he, but he could stay <laughs> gold. So he saved super ability to stay <laughs> <All right>. gold. <laughs> That's Laser Time. New every Monday on lasertimepodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Uh, but I like how innocent Tobias is too. That he's just like he—he he only cares. It's half an emergency then. <laughs> I
0: think uh, that's Pamela Hayden. She has the mm. worst Australian accent in this episode. Yes, I think Harry yeah. Shearer's is, is the best. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, what's a good word? Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, so then, when the bills come back from his other calls, this is—I I just love the, the return, return of zone. Homer's brain. We haven't heard from Homer's brain in a while.
0: It's <laughs> true.
1: Burkina Faso disputed zone. Who called all these weird places? Uh, Quiet, it might be you. I can't remember. No, I'm going to ask Marge. No, no. Why embarrass us both? (laughs) Just write a check and I'll release some more endorphins. Oh. (laughs) Homer just came.
2: Yeah, that that his brain is talking about... That's also what would explain why Homer is a bad husband or a bad partner. He's like... No, I should discuss this with my wife. Oh, don't do that. Mm. I'll just release endorphins he immediately for kids. <laughs> and that also explains why he is not mad. They don't even know about this because he does not investigate at all. Bur- Burkina Faso, in case you were <laughs> curious, a small country in West Africa that has a, a a sad history of colonialism and then strife after colonialism. I could have guessed that. Yeah. yeah, it's...
4: Just below Egypt.
2: Uh, there's a funny, depressing part of... The Onion in a book called The Onion's Guide to the World where basically it's it's a parody of a school book, and they seriously do jokes for every country on earth and They have to get specific about it but when they when you get to the Africa section by the fifth country they're like look it's the same joke okay this, <laughs> this part of africa was also horrible is that is that our dumb world yeah that's okay i need to dumb- read that i bought it, it ages it's, ago it's
0: real funny it's real I funny i have our dumb country or whatever the american one that, that
2: one's good but i like the world one because i'll give them credit they thought of new things to make fun of for each country on earth and their their jokes about uh, about the west congo is different than the regular <laughs> congo and burkina faso was a a somewhat new name they had had changed it from its old colonial name recently so that's and that is below the equator too so that we didn't see that call from Bart to Burkina wow. Faso no African nation was called
0: in that no we only saw three of his calls I think uh, before yeah. the Australian one
2: by the way squatters Krog is <laughs> not a real place. But there are real places in Australia such as Glebe and Dismal Swamp. So wow. Dismal so Swamp. Yes, Yeah, I just, that was, when I heard of the town Glebe, I asked our former Australian co-worker, like, Glebe, that's real? She's like, yeah, there's a lot of cities like that. that <laughs> going. Were you named after a Futurama drink? <laughs> G-L-E-B-E. I would like any Aussie listeners out there, tell us what you think of our opinions on Australia. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like your insight into this. But uh, I'm
4: guessing it's like our stupid. Stew- Country with a bunch of Indian names with forgotten meaning. Yeah, Keokuk that's true. And, yeah, that's true. Native Chicago. Mm-hmm.
2: Chicago. Mm-hmm. I guess they... I should have looked into this when I meant to. Does Australia use a lot of bidets? I, I assume
0: I because they're European, they're all yeah. they're always squirting water up there. Yes. And You yes. know what? I'm jealous because yes. I know that's a much better and cleaner way. Most than smart paper. countries do. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, did you read that Reddit post that was going bio recently about how like women who say my husband's butt is oh, disgusting because he like he won't even wipe his ass or clean between his butt. He's like nothing goes between my cheeks. Like yeah. the fear of being gay has made you have the most disgusting ass if, in the world. What yeah. if I have sex with a rag? It's yes. not the fear of being.
4: Gay. I don't do butt stuff because uh-huh. I just don't trust what's happening down there hairy dude with a bad diet it's fine like
2: you just you got to get over that i don't want anybody to have to
4: experience what might be happening there every once in a while you see an underwear that leaves that it, it sheds a mystery, a so, of mystery on that situation.
2: Also, so I was surprised that Australia used dollars. I did not yeah. know yeah, that. Yeah, Australian dollars. The, I, I thought it was pounds or, or it would have been something like that. In uh, U.S. currency, 900 dollars dues is <laughs> $700 american dollar dues. Hmm. Though, uh, For in, in 1995? In
0: 1995,
2: money, 700 American dollars is worth 1100 American dollars uh. now. And I actually looked into this. The exchange rate in 1995 and now is basically... Basically the same for america and australia so it's the same so yeah nine uh, basically over a thousand dollars on that collect call to tobias to but australia calls bart back
6: hello
7: right i'm calling all the way from squatters Krolog, australia <laughs> and i want to speak to uh dr bat simpson right now uh
6: hold please
7: all right but i did. De- hey
6: bert stanton speaking <laughs> oi
7: I said Bart Simpson. What kind of a company is this?
6: Bart Simpson's office.
7: Thank the great good Lord. Look, I was just so-
6: One moment, please.
7: Who do they think I am? Some stupid Aussie Drongo? Pleading <laughs> Yanks. Oh, I order. Oughta- this is
6: Bart Simpson. Can I help you, ma'am?
7: Yeah, uh, hey! <laughs> My name is Bruno Drundridge, right? You owe me
6: $900, mate. No, you owe me $900. Oh, you... Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bart is very much Bugs Bunny in that uh, yeah, scene. Dude, yeah. yeah, it's I like that
2: he. He is groggy at first, but once he clicks, like, oh, okay, time to mess with this guy. Like, yeah. I'm certainly not going to apologize. And,
0: and a Drungo is a real kind of... It's not a slur, oh, like huh. sort of a derogatory word for someone. It's sort of like a drunk bimbo. Oh, okay. uh, Drungo. So that is a real slang, yes. unlike Charles Wazers. Uh, and, and the Melinda and, Gilderchuk. And
2: uh, and that's when Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head last heard in Duffless. That well, that was the song Bart was humming. Oh, really? Okay. fake music.
0: Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. It's funny, like, on the commentaries they they say they will ask Nancy to just hum random nonsense and she will find a real song that they have to pay for later.
2: <laughs> She's not as good at making up random songs like Dan Castle.
4: I mean, Dan I apologize. Somebody, po- I made a Barnyard Mo ringtone. Oh yes, that was great. That was multiple great. people said it should have been Homer's. <laughs> that that <laughs> should have been your. Too, but but <sighs> if you want that, it's it's <sighs> just drag it on your iPhone. <clears <clears throat> throat> throat>
2: throat> throat> it's right there on the Bart's <clears> throat> throat> comment page. Uh, so before we play the second half of it, I did want to play the <laughs> Dingo took my baby line, which is not Dingo ate my baby yeah. as as Seinfeld would have us believe. But here, I've seen this movie. Uh, here is the uh, the real reference. Please
7: call oh, it no.
6: The dingo's got my baby! What?
4: <laughs> what? That's the overrated what? Meryl Streep. Oh. Uh, that's it. <laughs> oh yeah, she, she was in that movie. That yeah. she no, was.
2: she's the star of it. It's yeah. called A Cry in the Dark, though, in Australia. It was called Evil Angels.
4: It's a terrifying sequence, too. You mm-hmm. can't really see it the baby in the jaws of a dingo, but you just see this thing run away in the night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I found that too well, haunting.
2: And it is based on a real thing. Like It's, it's uh, an Australian baby named Azaria Chamberlain, uh, in See 1980, a she, uh, baby disappeared and they, Blame the mother, they were like, Well, you murdered your baby. And she's like, No, a dingo. The dingo
0: took it. It's always <laughs> a dingo. <laughs>
2: and it's an easy cover, I would say, if you did murder your baby. But so the film is about how innocent she was and how she the dingo really did ate the baby. And also stars Sam neill an actual oh, yeah. Aussie. So And
0: this was the go-to reference for Australia for about a decade on sitcoms because yes. it was a way to make a dead baby joke and get yeah, away yeah. with it on TV.
2: We've said it and I've said it a million times on here. Just him. they can't make make fun they can't make fun of real things in the news but if you make a movie about autism gays, trans, (laughs) dead babies cannibalism then you You... make fun of the movie while you're really making a dead baby joke on TV and that's fun in a transgressive way especially if you're like trying to mock standards and practices of like well we couldn't make fun of this real dead baby but if we're quoting Meryl Streep Mm -hmm. it is is
4: up until the Australian boom they talk about I guess that was the most referenced Australian Mm -hmm. thing in the pop culture media
2: yeah, well, and it fit with uh, the American belief of, like, well, it's all just the outback. You don't have mm-hmm. cities. You're just, like, nobody's in the wilderness being eaten by dingo. Big field
0: of blooming onions.
2: Yeah, so, so yeah, here's the second half of that phone call. You're just
7: some punk kid, aren't you? oh you, you picked the wrong guy to tangle with here, mate?
6: <laughs> I don't think so. You're all the way in Australia. Hey, I think I hear a dingo eating your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well ooh!
7: Oh, oh I love that's his anger. it. I'm gonna report this to me, Member of Parliament. <laughs> hey, Gus! I got something to report to you! That's a bloody outrage it is! I wanna take this all the way to the Prime Minister! Hey! Mr. Prime Minister! Andy!
8: I <laughs> mate! What's a good word?
0: He's floating <laughs> in a in a pond drinking a beer. Very Homer Simpson. And yeah. nude.
2: He is nude too. Uh,
0: the prime minister in 95 was Paul Keating though, not <laughs> this guy not named Andy. Andy. Yeah.
2: It's funnier to hear him yell Andy! Andy than Paul.
0: <laughs> yeah. This
2: uh he would be replaced in just 1 year by the uh the guy who would pass all those gun control laws there post uh, Port Arthur which is a very depressing thing to talk about yes, but, but they, they
0: they fixed it
2: <laughs> I just yes they did They it only took one massacre they didn't have to wait for what are we up to, like, 500 at this uh, point? Probably Seven.
0: the 50th this year recently. <laughs> I
2: honestly can't comment on the most recent massacre on this because a more recent one will have happened. It, within but, the next week. But I just I just love Bruno's, like, impotent rage. Like, oh, you, oh, God, you, yeah. oh, get He's so angry. <laughs> and, and, yeah, his member of Parliament next door is... Feeding pigs. feeding pigs. Hey, they're <laughs> proud farm people. And I just love all those uh the letters Bart gets and that he uh, has to like push them down <laughs> with sacks That's a good. I I like that escalation. I was
0: sad was there lot. wasn't more letter jokes. There was nothing funny on the letters themselves. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Hopping mad collection. Agency I guess that's was one the of best them. Joke they could get. I was like,
0: freezing for like you know the little freeze frame jokes and, and there was really nothing.
2: Not even a funny name of a city. Yeah, even. like and I also think that they had a different break. I think for the episode, this is my theory, that mm. before Lisa saying, ooh, I think you should talk to mom and dad on this, I think that was the act break mm. because the act break is Bart saying, I'm getting indicted by Australia. That's a reason to block the TV. Boom. Mm, yeah. <laughs> when it comes back from the act break, it is the exact same shot. Like they mm. didn't... So I think they just... Move the act break forward thirty seconds and ended on a joke instead of a threat of Bart. I think you're right. But that uh, checks out. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and speaking <laughs> of checks out, then we get Homer learning of the existence of multiple countries for the first time.
3: Bart, did you trick an Australian boy into accepting a nine hundred dollar collect call? Yes, I'm. <laughs>
1: hmm, there it is, Australia. I'll be damned. <laughs> Look at this country. You are gay. <laughs>
0: that, that whole you are gay and the laughter, that was the critical error window sound on my friend's computer for like five years. <laughs> so the computer was always calling you gay. Uh, uh,
2: that, that has haunted Uruguay in my mind for, ever gay. since that. I mean, you...
4: We had a similar moment in the public in the library of our elementary school discovering the country and mispronouncing it, the country mm. of Niger. Mm. When we first, like, I
2: can't believe they called it that. <laughs> oh Didn't uh, they realize? Uh, uh, I, and this was later referenced
4: mm-hmm. in the title of Super Mario Galaxy, you are Mr. Gay. That's a that's, really dumb a oh right.
2: <laughs> now, yeah, you uh, listeners who don't know, this. Uh, it was so funny though that every like, what there was a there There's was a like twinkle a twinkle on each letter on
4: certain letters of Super Mario <laughs> Galaxy, and they spell out U R M R. Game. You are Mr. Game. Are wow, Mr. Game. I forgot about that a classic
2: um. <laughs> 2010 era internet. Because Dave was trying
4: anyway. to find a new one for Super Mario Odyssey because I oh, did it again. Yeah. Oh, Mario God. 64 had like Ella's real
0: 2041 or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah,
2: man, good, oh, such good times. But all right, so then we get.
0: Oh yeah, baby. The,
2: I completely for I do not think of Phil Hartman as being yeah. in this episode of my memories, but I he is. He was a last so minute filling. I, I yes, my theory is mm-hmm. the mouth movements are a little off with him. I think they're like. If we Oakley has been very clear, Oakley and Weinstein were very clear on their commentaries, like that Phil Hartman was their fixer, or mm-hmm. they're like, "Look, if this isn't as funny, we'll they get Phil." The to glue say on it. SNL. Yeah. Oh, so you right. think he dubbed
0: after the fact? I think he
2: dubbed after the fact. I think Conover was uh, somebody else, and mm-hmm. then they thought, "No, it'll be funnier than Phil," and it is.
8: Oh my! Hello, <laughs> I'm Evan Conover with the U.S. State Department,
3: Undersecretary for International Protocol rat and punk the vision.
8: (laughs) Unfortunately, Bart, your little escapade could not have come at a worse time. Americo-Australian relations are at an all-time low. As I'm sure you remember, in the late 1980s, the U.S. experienced a short-lived infatuation with Australian culture. For some bizarre reason, the Aussies thought this would be a permanent thing. Of course, it wasn't.
5: I know those words, but that sign makes no sense.
8: Anyway, the Down Under <laughs> fad fizzled, and the diplomatic climate turned absolutely frosty.
0: Yeah, great performance. It's not, I mean, it is uh, unmistakably Phil Hartman, but it's not Lionel Hutz, and it's not Troy McClure. It's sort of a more Fey deep voice character. He's very yeah. I
2: mean, they went with it, too, especially if his like, crossing his legs, drinking tea. He's, it's a very effeminate man, not, perhaps, he, he comes off as huh. those kind of, Closeted uh, government officials you see in there in, in. Films and stuff. That's what he comes off to me. But I love. I also love how obviously his name is like con over because yeah. it, mm-hmm. just to set up the line later, like you sold us out, con over. That's great right. Oh man, I didn't even realize that was a joke. It's That's so, awesome. And and, and yes, let, I guess let's explain all those Australianian uh, references right. in that slideshow. Well, I
0: mean, I have a clip later for the knifey spoony thing. We'll get to that when it shows up. But Crocodile Dundee, huge hit in America and I believe in Australia. And, Why uh, not? Abroad, we, yeah. we were
4: doing thirty twenty ten where we talk about movies of thirty. 20 and 10 years ago and, and Crocodile D- Dundee came up last year like Top Gun's the number one movie of that year mm-hmm. but Top Gun didn't cost pennies Crocodile Dundee did oh yeah and uh, not even adjusted for inflation it cost eight million dollars to make Crocodile Dundee and I think that's being over generous it made 328 oh. million dollars at the domestic buck it might be wow. one of the most profitable things ever made oh, Wow, yeah. because of how much
0: yeah, I think it made most of America like more aware or just aware mm-hmm. of Australia as this different place. Yeah, you know, I mean, that they didn't really think about.
2: I also remember yeah, white people look just like
0: us. <laughs> yes, yeah. and uh, Yahoo. Sir- I,
4: my dad took me to see well, Young yes, Einstein yeah. twice. <laughs> oh wow! Um, and it, it it was partially funded by the Australian government, and then Warner Brothers loved it so much that it poured money into it. It was a
2: very weird time. I had I had seen. Young Frankenstein, but complete, young uh, yeah. <laughs> I had seen Young Einstein by that point, but I had completely forgotten the man, Yahoo Serious mm. and and I had Lisa's same reaction. I I just thought those were random words put together <laughs> yeah. I, in a picture of like yeah Yahoo Serious festival, that's
4: nothing. But <laughs> I watched that movie again. Uh-huh. I forget why. It was for a laser time. The first half of that movie is fucking gorgeous. Mm. And you can see when it's, it gets studio money, it's like why don't we just stick around this one set now? Because <laughs> before that, it's like all over New Zealand and Australia, and it is gorgeous.
2: Well, yeah, they, they realized how beautiful it is, but uh, look actually, up Great
4: Southern Land, Young Einstein. It's a great music video that's in the middle of the movie, and it's awesome. <laughs>
2: uh, and also, though, I think when I think of the history of Yahoo! Sirius, I think of this great moment from MST3K. Then there's the time the country rallies together to beat back hell, like the time we as a nation said no to Yahoo! Sirius. I remember that.
4: All of us together, drawn <laughs> inexplicably to the slobbering mouth of hell, and then suddenly, somehow, by some unknown force, rescued in the nick of time like Moses and the Israelites. Now. <laughs> that's great. Trace is such a good puppet
0: here. Yeah, he's I, great. Yes. Yeah, so uh, listen ko- to our interview with Trace Blue. Oh, we did that. That's right. Yeah. So Koala Blue, which I believe yeah. my my mom had shopped in with me at some point, it was an Australian import chain, uh, co-founded by Olivia Newton-John, singer, actress. Yep. Wow. And it lasts from 1988 to 1992. So that was that's like squarely the 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 crazy Australian mm-hmm. fad years, like yeah. 80 late Man, 80s, to early she 90s. She went
2: to strike while the iron was hot on that.
0: I'm but. just judging with hindsight,
4: but it seemed like Americans dis- like had discovered a white tribe that's yeah. long left on un, un, undisturbed.
0: These ex- eccentric white people like Mark <laughs> Jacko Jackson who is the guy holding the giant Energizer battery. So this happened in my lifetime. I don't, I remember, don't remember this at either. all.
2: Don't at all. This was no their way.
0: pre-Energizer bunny mascot. A, like an insanely like buff footballer who would go oi a lot. So we can play the Christmas Energizer commercial. Oh, thank you.
7: Oi! get make
6: Christmas brighter. Give me the Energizer. Do
7: in your stockings, plant these by a tree. This battery has the most energy! To write the extraordinary energizer! Santa? Oi! <laughs> the laboratory Test prove in most devices, energizer lasts longer than any other battery. For energy, remember me! New
0: energizer! Oh man, they just Ugh, scream wow. it at you. Oh,
2: That's to <laughs> <Now>, buy
0: <biased>. Exactly. <laughs> now,
2: I, now I get all those two right! things on MST3K. Oh, you're right. In Space Mutiny, they do that
4: I forgot about that. If anybody from Energizer is listening, I I just want to say I think it's time you should diversify (laughs) because I still see commercials for you, but I can't think of a product that whenever I need it I resent it so much like yeah. the fuck does this thing still take
0: batteries yeah, it's what, I mean the Xbox One controller I mean yes, what year what is this it's when
4: I need to capture a, Wii, a <laughs> Wii game I gotta put fucking energizers in this
2: but
0: I think they learned their lesson with that
2: guy that they should they're like no we need to we can't own this guy he's yeah. a human like so we need to make up a fake thing that we can own and the energizer bunny was even more I, I was just shocked that line of like what do you think of energy think of me like that's what screwed over Verizon uh, with the dude who now went over to Sprint. like He can be like, I used to like Verizon, but now Mr. Sprint.
0: And that fake Sony guy, too. The fake Sony exec. Oh,
2: man. Kevin Butler. So that time, man, that guy was funny and all, but the hero worship of that dude, I was like, it's not that funny, guys. Like, fucking calm down. It's it's cute at best. I mean, the PS3 sucks. Like, who cares? (laughs) I know this guy's funny, but... It got better. It got better. No, I never wore koala blue myself. And uh, meanwhile, there was no Vegemite sub thing in Subway. That's an acquired taste. America did not get into Vegemite. No, yeah, yeah. it's It's awful. But and then also the murder of Castro that did that didn't go so well. That Plan B, he would (laughs) live another twenty years. A long plan. He
0: eats the slide though. I love that. that Just
2: swallows the slide. Uh, And so yes, Conover though has a plan to fix all this.
8: And Bart's childish taunting agitated the Aussies further. Oh, he'll agitate you.
1: Oh, he sure will. (laughs) What can we do for you? Well,
8: it's too late to merely pay back the money. But as a sign of good faith to our Australian friends, we'd like to imprison Bart for five years.
1: That's tough but fair. Boy, go with the man.
3: No, 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 no. I'm not going to have my son go to jail over some silly tiff with Australia. You'll just have to find some other country to have relations with. <laughs> I love that. You're
8: sure now? The prison train is sailing. <laughs> okay, I'm not hearing a lot of support for prison. There is one <laughs> other option. They'll drop the charges if Bart makes a public apology in Australia.
0: I got a good chuckle out of Marge's very mom-like take on uh, diplomacy. Yes. Like, <laughs> Find some other country to have relations with.
2: Also, the cute way she just hugs Bart. Like, yeah. no, no, no. That's Mom- great animation, too. Well, Meanwhile, Homer's just like, yeah, it's tough but tough fair. but fair. All right, you're going to go to prison for five years, son. Get out of here. <laughs> go like, with go, the man. Go with the man. You're gone and now. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. And so we also get a return of the uh, – we haven't had, like, the go through the earth jokes in a yeah. lot of is
0: cut- like that. Who's that god? It's uh, Shiva, Shiva, I believe. Uh, Hinduism is it, the one true faith. We don't know it.
2: I like that. I Well, my favorite gag in there is that – well, I do like the guy who's crawling out of his coffin, and, but then got uh, stuck halfway. But the, the dinosaurs in the coffins, just the idea of like, we just haven't dug deep enough to find that the dinosaurs buried themselves <laughs> Dinosaur too. Dinosaur funerals.
0: And also Skylab did land in Western Australia. Oh that yes, is accurate. that's true. Yeah.
2: I forgot about that. Wow. So uh, then the Simpsons land in Australia.
1: Uh, we left at one thirty p.m. Monday. What time is it now?
5: It's 6.45 a.m. next Wednesday. You may also be interested to know that it's summer here, not winter. Aww.
2: (laughs) So, the the math on that actually does check out, though it always confused me the way way Lisa says next Wednesday makes me think it's a week from then instead of the the time difference is 18 hours forward so right now subtract six hours from where we are right now but then think it's the next day that's Mm. what time it is in australia compared to the pacific time again uh but so if they flew for 24 hours and then had a 20 hour time difference, let's say springfield is the middle of america it would add up to it being the going from monday to wednesday that would work but not a week it's it's why i've never i've not wanted to go to australia because like i've been on a the longest flights i've been on have been to japan Japan. which are 11 hours it's like from the west coast a direct flight to australia is more like 18 hours it's yeah
4: ridiculous and i i don't know i have i am a first world man (laughs) access to a ton of hygienic products but it is a fascinating study to what happens to your body when just left unattended as you just live and breathe. Yeah. Because, and I didn't haven't seen this episode in a while. And just the little frizzle on all of their clothes.
0: Yes. <laughs> is, yeah. it,
4: like, it just brought all that back to me, how I feel after an 11-hour flight. You, I didn't move. I just slept. And I'm filthy. And I need a shower. Yeah. These hairs
0: kind of droopy too. I mean, my yeah. really clothes are touches. all screwed
2: up.
4: I just feel
0: disgusted.
4: I want everything off of my body. Kind of like how
2: I feel right now but I forgot <laughs> to <the> shower.
0: <laughs> we do see Homer sled for far too long before that joke lands. Though. Yeah. just like, why does he have a sled? Oh, okay, this he because should, of this joke.
2: I kind of wish for that joke he had been more like in a Old Warner cartoon where he just pulls it out behind his back and like oh but. yeah, Modern
4: Simpsons have to be a twenty five dollar carry on feature. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And uh, yeah, the bullfrog is a reference to the cane frogs who were brought over to Australia from Hawaii to kill cane beetles, but then yeah. the frogs became a bigger problem all their yeah, own. And they
0: actually the, the cane toads didn't even affect the beetles, and they uh, they, they they affected biodiversity else? Yeah. What's that? Sorry, I'm doing <laughs> okay. beetles impression. Oh. God. <laughs> It. Uh so yeah. this happened like in the thirties, so it's still a problem today. Yeah. And they're still looking for a
4: solution to this today. I I don't know. I, I don't want to go off on that too much, but Florida's riddled with invasive species problems. Of Kudzu, things... man. <laughs> Kudzu. To this day, the only way they can combat that. They plant it's beautiful. It's an invasive species. It'll steal all the water from your other plants. It'll murder every plant around it. And the only <laughs> way they can combat it in 2017 is to bring herds of sheep
0: everywhere they Sheet. everywhere they grew it and they eat it. Wow. And they, the sheep eat it. Nature oh wants to God. kill us, even mm-hmm. plants.
2: There was also, a look into the zebra mussel I- a story in America, too, of another thing taking over. Eucalyptus,
4: in actually, in Miami. They built oh, them really? N- near uh, the canals and they soak up all the water and deny every plant around it. Those yeah. dicks. Water.
2: Sounds like they do need to yeah. import some um, uh, koalas as the end of this episode says so uh then they meet the u.s ambassador to uh australia who actually in 1995 was a band named edward j perkins so not do avril ward no it's not Avril. that's a great these it's are great some name. oakley weinstein names <laughs> avril ward it's just a boring regular i love it but the american toilet it, is this this might well. it's not my line of the
0: show but it's, i do love this. it's a line. great uh, exploration of what how dumb nationalism is it's yes. like you're getting weepy over a t- an american toilet
2: That you spent millions of government money on just so
4: it would flush the American way, and whatever Harry Shearer is doing here, I want more of this character.
0: No. Yes, (laughs) I I like it. I like that. I like that a lot.
8: Knock, Simpsons. (laughs) I'd like you to meet our ambassador, the Honorable Avril Ward. Hello. Now everything is all set for Bart's apology. Mr. Conover will meet you at the Parliament House at three p.m. Any questions?
6: Yeah. Do the toilets go backwards in here?
8: No. To combat homesickness <laughs> we've installed a device that makes them swirl the correct American way.
2: <laughs> the sound,
1: sweet land of liberty, of the
0: No pig.
4: Good, good toilet foley. Yeah. But the, but the I I just got obsessed with the apparatus that's wrapped around it looks like the end of the watchman they've gone to the toilet just to make it swirl the other way just to
2: make it swirl the american way it's just the correct way that delivery of no (laughs) (laughs) and that it makes them all cry it's beautiful uh it was the opening joke uh sound in here but the it's a great dad joke of homer like australia america australia but it also that's another great storytelling thing i'll give to oakley weinstein as the writers too of like They need, for plot purposes, to set up that an embassy in a foreign country is foreign Mm -hmm. soil. This is where I learned it. it. Can't be taken over. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's when I hear about, say, Julian Assange hiding in a closet. (laughs) You're like, oh yeah, it's like in Australia where the Simpsons hang out. What about
0: Benghazi, Henry? Uh, He's uh, a very brave
2: tattletale. (laughs) Uh, But so, and and then also the the Marine punching Homer in the face multiple times, where he's like, no, Marine, we don't take that kind of crap in America, sir. So, they go around Australia. I'm sure Aussies really love jokes about them being the descendants of convicts. Like Never gets old. It's something they really love. And so, they, their trip to a pub is pretty great.
0: Yes.
7: You call that a knife? This is a knife.
6: That's not a knife, that's a spoon.
7: All right, all right, you win. <laughs> I see you've played knifey-spoony before.
1: <laughs> hey, give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. Something wrong, Yank? No. It's pretty big, <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
3: I'll just have a cup of coffee.
1: Bear it is.
3: No, I said coffee.
1: Beer. Coffee. C. O. B. A.
0: I love how they're able to turn beer into two syllables. Beer. beer.
2: beer. <laughs> And it's the, just a parade of dumb jokes that yeah, I love so, so much. They're so good. I that four finger discount article you brought mm-hmm. up. They said the like the only beer they drink in this is Foster's, and it apparently that would be like assuming every American drinks Budweiser. <sighs> which like yeah, it's but it, they, it's, they they say they don't drink Foster's. There. It was a
4: complicated thing to try and research that that mm-hmm. Foster's I think was a license that some beer company bought out during the uh, Australian phase, so Australians have no affinity for Foster's. <laughs> It's not really a thing there. It's was it's Australian for beer. Yeah, it's, it's something we made into a thing. And I remember my dad, because Florida had such strict alcohol bottling rules. Like, we don't have... Forties are illegal. So, but oh, yeah, if you travel yeah. across the Georgia line, you would be able to find these giant Foster's cans. Mm. But they couldn't sell them in Florida. Wow. So that it was this weird novelty. But they, they taste like garbage. No one likes wow. the taste of it. It was more famous for the volume yeah. uh, that I, it was sold in.
2: I love Homer's... I've copied Homer's reaction of seeing something that's supposed to be impressive, <laughs> like pretty big i guess
0: let's it's talk like, about knifey spoony though knife-y. Spoonie. so this has been referenced on a previous episode uh it was in boy scouts in the hood i think where moe and hans Molman are having a knife fight yes. and hans Molman has the, the crocodile dundee line he falls over the like, knife is too big down, big down i go
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is the this is the original scene here
5: you got a light buddy
7: yeah sure kid there you go
1: and your wallet Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife.
0: (laughs) That's not a knife. That's a knife. So he cuts the Whoa. Eddie Murphy uh, raw jacket <laughs> off of that guy. Yeah, Is that yeah. raw or dangerous? He, whatever. Cut,
4: he cuts up Diet Thriller Man.
2: <laughs> I think it's raw. I think whatever it's red suit yes.
4: oh Eddie God. Murphy jacket.
2: Yeah. Remember that scene in Beverly Hills Cop where he walks by a guy wearing that outfit, but it, Axel Foley laughs at it? It's like, uh, but no. yeah that's a classic I, I wonder if that scene with some Americans like finally a white guy showed a black guy what's up but it's yeah, the, the, the,
0: it does studios. feel a little more
4: innocent and like yeah. oh he has a knife does he
0: yeah, like I the know. instant funk music when he appears is not so great you know oh. yeah but it was also one of those
2: multicultural gangs you see in films <laughs> yeah that's right like, exactly. but the, no i would love to yeah, the, it, the
4: warriors courtesy of olivia olivia newton john yeah. <laughs>
2: as a kid yeah, i'd see new york portrayed this way as like this a- i wonder if in 1988 anyone dressed like that in new york like
0: i I, I really doubt this, it maybe but, uh, break dancing troops dance like, like, <laughs> sorry, dress like that
2: crocodile
4: dundee is a fun film i just yeah, want to say yeah, and I'm that, sure that is. scene is much cooler than the uh, unlimited parodies you've seen what would mm-hmm. make you th- Think and just looking at him in that scene, I can totally see why my mom was rubbing it out to Paul Hogan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so rugged man.
2: It's yeah, he's your protector. He's also like he's not he's not intimidating. He's like, no, this is <laughs> nice yeah. See, it's funny. Yeah. But then he like slashes up his clothes with the implication of like. I could have stabbed you to death right now if I I mean, his head is covered in
0: teeth. That's so cool. Yeah, he's... yeah. (laughs) That's not creepy and weird at all.
2: Uh, But, okay, by the way, guys, the Wollumbaloo dirt mines are not a real thing. (laughs) That's that's made up. I
4: I had to look up what it was referencing. Mm -hmm. It is a... Uluru. Uluru. Which
2: used to be called Ayers Rock, but that is the colonial name for it. They... In, it, within Australia, they put it back to its native name of Uluru. But it yeah. is a Uluru. great
0: Lisa joke for her to be excited about seeing a dirt monument. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's it, a look at pictures trip. of it. It looks cool as fuck. It does look and cool, It's yeah. this giant
2: gravity-defying pile of red dirt. Yeah. It looks awesome. Now, Uluru is beautiful in photos. I'd, I'd love to go there, but yes, mm. uh, Bart is going, Bart is finally going to apologize, which this was another point in that four-finger discount article, that the Prime Minister is also a judge. Like, that is the Prime <laughs> Minister, but he is a judge in court which i couldn't tell it's it sounds like they don't really wear wigs all that much in in courts in australia now too it's more of like a formal thing Mm. for a big fancy for a big trial like that they might put on i swear i saw them do it in a modern movie i mean in in england they still do it Mm. i that was one of the most confusing i love law and order so i watched (laughs) they did a bbc law and order law and order uk but it's where you get to see the differences between america and the uk one is like Closed circuit TVs are everywhere. In they're like, oh, how how are we going to find this thing in London? Well, TV everyone was being filmed we at all filmed times. We filmed it at all times. That's <laughs> like, why does this guy put? Why does cop pull out his gun? Well, they don't have guns. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, time for all the court scenes. But obviously, they're all going to have wow. to wear robes and dumb wow. wigs. All these barristers have to dress like this, and it kind of hurts the same Jack McCoy type uh-huh. speech for me when they're all in like a big powdered when, wig. When you're
0: cosplaying yes, <laughs> court, exactly. you're in wig court now. <laughs>
2: Uh, But but anyway, yes. Bart apologizes.
6: I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did to your country.
1: Uh, Well, you're free to go, Bart. Right after your additional punishment. (laughs) Well, a mere apology would be a bit empty, eh? Let the booting begin! Booting? No, he's just a little kick in the bum. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so who is the guy that comes in is that a Mad Max uh, he's figure he's Mad Max-y I suppose yeah, it's like leather jacket and cut off jean shorts there's a much
2: more clear Mad yeah. Max reference later, later yeah. yes but it, he definitely seems like a tough guy in the Mad Max style I yeah, trying i I was trying to think off the top
4: of my head what are the more famous Australian movies mm-hmm. before this and I you know, other than Gallipoli, I couldn't think of
2: shit. Yeah, it, and it could be a reference to that. I don't know. They kind of hit all the ones they could. But the most was... famous Australian
4: movies pre Crocodile Dundee all have Mel Gibson. That's... Yeah,
2: I, I just I also love that story turn of like after your additional punishment, yeah. like <laughs> it's so great, and and that over knew it the entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: What kind of a sick country would kick someone with a giant boot? <laughs>
8: Mr. Simpson, shush. Disparaging the boot is a bootable offense. It's one of their proudest traditions.
1: <laughs> you sold us out, Conover!
0: Wow, that is a great <laughs> line, yes.
2: Uh, is, is disparaging the boot a bootable offense? Is that a best line? Yeah, I'd, I'd say yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs>
4: The joke. I mean, with with
2: the added sprinkles of
4: Mr. Simpson, shush! Yeah. Like I, Mr. Simpson, that's shush. now my knock, favorite line. Knock. <laughs> like, so that's I love
2: that. So are you like, lightly implying he's... that he
4: might have been playing a gay a gay <laughs> character? A gay person might have initially voiced Conover.
2: N- n- I don't know about that. Maybe I. Whoever hmm. played him probably, in my assumption that Phil Hartman is a secondary voice, mm-hmm. and whoever played him did it in a Fey way as well, because the huh. animation is there.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna tweet at Bill Oakley after this. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: he'll have the he'll know what to do, uh, <laughs> and then we.
0: Have homer's speech which i love about the
2: barbarity of australia compared to america (laughs) which only gets funnier with each year in america
1: when will you australians learn in america we stopped using corporal punishment and things have never been better the streets are safe old people strut confidently through the darkest alleys and the weak and nerdy are admired for their computer programming abilities so like us let your children run wild and free because, as the old saying goes, let your children run wild and free. Now, boy, yeah. run back to the embassy! Back to American soil!
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and again, like speaking of international incidents... Homer briefly holding the prime minister hostage <laughs> yeah. and then
0: breaking out of parliament. I love the that, boot on his fist. Yes. You know, like it's a gun.
2: That <laughs> is, That would be a huge internationalist. Yeah. Homer would be going to jail for life. He,
4: he really <laughs> did look like a sweeted Mega Man. I, I
2: do love <laughs> that boot. Boots. Just him pointing the boot at everybody. And uh, and again, though, I would say when, when the extra comedy in that is that Australia has not executed anyone since 1967. The last time they sentenced someone to death was 1984, but they commuted it to a life sentence. So, the, their country has not executed anyone since 1967. So, if we're going to talking about mm. corporal punishment, capital punishment, they don't do that since in more than 50 years. Wow. So. That's, again, funny for us to judge them. Uh, and, but then we have then we find oh. out that apparently they don't know what boomerangs are in Australia. <laughs> this
4: is a great joke. Oh, I'll stop them!
7: <laughs> oh, no! He's coming back this way! That throwing stick stun of yours has boomeranged on us!
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, hey,
6: we can get away in their pouches! Ew! It's not like in cartoons.
1: Yeah. There's a lot more mucus. <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. On the on
4: them. the young Chris checklist of what I know about Australia, I was waiting for these references, yes. and
1: they subverted
4: my expectations in a way I still think is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They,
2: they're both beautiful. That, that that they have
4: boomerang as a term as a verb, but they don't know what an actual one does. <laughs> they just call the throwing stick, and
0: it shocks them. They're like, "It's coming back." It's, I love it's my Good
4: favorite voice. gag in this episode. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Did <laughs> you guys have a boomerang growing up in I, this Australian no. mania days? I, yes, in these Australian and I
4: mania days. Never ever,
0: ever could get it to work Same properly. here, I had a Nerf boomerang that yeah. whistled when you throw it, but it would oh. just throw it off into the distance, it would never come you back. You still had to chase it. That's yeah. true, yeah, I did have a Nerf boomerang. Did it whistle, true. though? Mm-hmm. Mm, they had to whistle.
2: That. Yeah, I,
4: I'd use the wooden ones. I saw people who could use them, like, just flawlessly, mm-hmm. they throw it and they don't move a step, and boom, <laughs> it snaps back into their hand.
2: So, in my research of pouches, mm-hmm. though, that apparently mucus, it's not that there isn't mucus in there, there mm-hmm. is, but... What really pouches are for is to protect nipples. Like it is, at least in kangaroos. <laughs> oh. Kangaroos, when they give birth to a Joey, they are really, they well. would be considered <laughs> premature. They aren't, they, they, it's oh, not like, yeah. say, when a calf gives birth, it can get around. It can't. So the pouch is like a second womb. And, that baby's got to eat something, so wow. nipples are inside of there. If you look inside a pouch, it is hairless and has multiple nipples in there, and it's it's rather scrotal. Honestly, I'm surprised like, you're you not know? gagging right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know the mucus is gaggier to me than nipples, I'd say. <laughs> but uh, okay, I don't get this side joke about the, the the gift shop. It's a Mexican gift shop in like why is. Why I, think, is it
0: a, I think on I the commentary they say it's a parody of a real gift shop uh, yes. between North and South Dakota or Carolina. Oh, I thought okay. maybe yeah. so. Okay. I didn't check this out. That South
4: of the Border gift shop wasn't like a chain of
2: gift
0: I shops. I see. Okay, yeah. so it's an added weirdness of a yeah. Mexican
2: style gift shop in Australia. It's, it's high quality. I love that says. Pedro
0: says high quality, and I love the joke. It reminds me of my mom. It's so sweet. This is
2: such a great mom joke. Yeah, is, where
0: yeah. the uh, it's so it's so clever.
5: Mom, you said I could have one souvenir, right? Well, I want a didgeridoo.
0: Really good. Mm,
5: That seems very noisy and
3: expensive for a souvenir. Mm. Why don't you get this nice cap?
1: It's clever, just like you. Huh? Huh? Get out, get out. Shoot, shoot, get out of here. Ugh.
7: These bloody things are everywhere. They're in the lift, in the lorry, in the pond wizard, and all
1: over the Malonga Gildachuck. They're
7: like kangaroos, but they're reptiles,
3: they is. We have them in America. They're called bullfrogs. What?
7: That's it
4: nine? a old name. I'd have them Chaz What, dude? It, <laughs> I know.
2: It just—it only occurred to me on this viewing.
4: Wow, Australia has its own squeaky voice teen. Yeah, where, yeah,
2: but she's Thumbs there. up to or Dan get... Castellaneta doing yes. that voice in so, Australian accent. They
0: made the made-up words are the Bone Wizard and the <laughs> Malunga <laughs> Gilderchuck. And also Chaz Wazer. These yeah. are all, like, they could conceivably be uh, Australian words. Yeah. They're, they're almost as good as, like, Cromulet, I think.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I also, I love Poe Buddies Nerfict. Like, yeah. As a dorky kid who wanted to buy things in gift shops, I absolutely mm. had this experience of, like, can I get this expensive thing, this rain stick, Yeah, was always... My
4: dad yeah. loved Native American shit, so he mm-hmm. went to, like, every reservation in this yeah. country, and I
2: yeah he but now always I always wanted it that ring stick I can see it from Marge's position of like I'm not buying you a $70 didgeridoo that's going <laughs> to fill up your bag like here's a hat it's $10 I like, believe I
4: believe Lisa could learn how to efficiently play the didgeridoo mm-hmm. but it it requires like a different kind, you have to learn yeah. how to relearn how to breathe yeah consistent breathing through your my nose my mom
2: has a didgeridoo and she's yeah she's still training herself and she has like decades of experience playing musical instruments so mm-hmm. she can at least
0: she has a starting point for that yeah but yeah. you it has Which to, I guess
4: like, Lisa does too. Consistent. You breathe in through your nose,
0: out through your mouth, so you never stop blowing yeah. into the didgeridoo. <laughs> Apparently, uh, when they recorded the the special version of the theme for the ending, mm-hmm. the didgeridoo is a real one, but it's made out of like plastic PVC pipe. It oh, wasn't wooden, oh, so yeah. could have used a
4: Vuvuzela and I would have been totally fooled.
0: <laughs> I just love, I love Marge's. Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it is great because there's like no real connection between Lisa and Marge. It's like this yeah. is clever. You're smart. You like yes, these things. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a very nice, very sweet joke.
2: So they run off to the end. Embassy chased by every remaining uh, stereotype of Australia they could. And it still isn't many.
0: Now, there's, there's an Aborigine in there, too. Yeah, they at least get how one of the Aboriginal. In there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and we get a joke about American craftsmanship in there, which was funny. Uh, and then the phone bargaining scene actually kind of reminds me a bit of Dr. Love. This this gets a bit more Vietnam in this. Uh, <laughs> well, this is episode. a direct you know, oh, yes, shot. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. I like how cruel this is to Marge, yes. as much as I love Marge. I can't
2: believe
3: our government would set a barn like that. I must say, I'm very angry at the State Department right now.
8: Yes, but, shh, Mrs. Simpson, please. We're about to reach a breakthrough with the Aussies. Then it's agreed. During the bargaining session, we each get two candy apples. All right, one candy and one caramel.
3: Oh, for the love of criminy, give me that. I know Bart did something wrong, but he's my son, and I'm going to punish him myself. Our countries may have their differences, but as human beings, I think we can all agree there's no substitute for the discipline of a loving parent. He wants to talk to you.
8: (laughs) Yellow. Mm -hmm. So we're in agreement. She won't be allowed near the phone again.
2: Poor Marge. It's, it, I, I love guess,
8: that
4: so much.
2: Yeah, it's it is, great. It is sad that that has to happen to Marge, but it's one of those, <laughs> uh, another of those awesome murky things of a rejection of sitcom tropes. That would have been the end of the episode. Yeah, even the music sitcom- is, is
0: built in to fool you. Yeah, it's like, like swelling music.
2: Okay, see, Common Sense Mom finally talked us out of this international incident. Instead, it's, it's like, nope, it's... She the, won't be allowed near the phone yeah, again. We should not have listened to them. I, I love how they celebrate that, they, that their compromise is exactly... What the Australians wanted to.
8: We did it. We've worked out a compromise that will allow both nations to save face. We've argued them down to a booting. What the Prime Minister <laughs> just wants to kick you once through the gate with a regular shoe. I believe it's a wingtip.
3: No deal. This is my son we're talking about. Sure, he's not perfect. But who is in this workaday world?
6: No, Mom, wait.
0: at the toilet it's
6: time for me to bend over and receive my
2: destiny
0: yeah just like michael fay uh his sentence was also also argued down but they were still going to do the booting
2: yeah they had to they had to do it and i'm on australia's side here bart should have just just get kicked once like you were wrong you did a bad thing especially like they again they're not pressing charges on homer for Holding the prime minister hostage—that's a like, pretty big deal. You got uh, like a free
4: trip to Australia worth thousands of dollars in an act of uh, you know shitty patriotism on Australia's <laughs> yes. part.
2: But still, take it. Yeah, you want to kick my ass? I'll go to Australia for free <laughs> right now. I do love the. We didn't even mention the flag with the butt on it it's getting kicked. <laughs> yes, like, it's such a beautiful flag. I love that image. But yeah, so Bart. Pr- Seemingly, he's gonna take his punishment.
5: Thank you, Bark. I promise I won't make fun of you later for this.
1: (laughs) Show him what American butts are made of, son. (laughs) Marching up to the wall. That's it, lad. This is for the Commonwealth of Australia.
6: And this is for the United States of America. <laughs>
0: Boy, it, that "Don't tread on me" has uh, taken on new meaning lately. <laughs> yes, it has.
2: Yeah, but that, but it, it, that should be the flag. That should be the Gadsden flag. I agree butt with But again, it was used. It was used in such a selfish way of like. No, you're wrong, Bart. Yeah. Like you just take your punishment. It's very
0: much the American exceptionalism thing. Where it's like you yeah. can't punish us. You dare to punish me? Well, I'm gonna
2: use this as a and this is like a Revolutionary War where I'm gonna fight against the tyranny of you trying to punish me for doing what I wanted to do.
0: And the uh, shot of them fleeing on the um helicopter is a shot of the fall of Saigon it's the in nineteen seventy five. Saigon, yes, yeah.
2: which a dark thing to joke about that is that's when America officially lost a war that was not a war it was police action so we didn't lose a war well, let's never get lost out one. of here yeah. we choose to leave You're, you didn't uh, win
4: I, did, I, I was reminded because the Ken Burns documentary the yeah. great Vietnam series he just did for PBS mm. it, what a fucking what a goat fuck that whole colonialism did to that goddamn country. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. They just want to yeah, it's uh boy, we bombed this shit out of them. And but again, Ugh. thinking about this in the context of like The Simpsons just destroyed the American embassy in Australia. And how can some. that ever go back? How can that How do you fix that? The Simpsons
4: should be national news. Exactly. They yeah, should yeah. have a Weird Al portion of his yeah. crash test dummies. <laughs> that song,
2: song by the way, that was the first time I ever heard Weird Al reference a penis and it was very confusing. <laughs> There's Mr. a Bobbitt segment, Mister uh, Happy. Yeah, yeah the, uh, and Then they get in a little shot about Walter Mondale. Yes, it's, it's
0: a laundry ship. He lost against Reagan in '84. The election, quite poorly. Yeah,
2: quite badly.
0: Pretty uh, sure they're about to cover it on Stranger Things. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: they'll be season <laughs> season three. five. Uh, okay, so then uh, we get uh, the Simpsons. Not only piss off Australia, not only ruin U.S.-Australian relations, but also doom Australia, apparently, entire ecosystem. It's, it's
0: weird how Lisa is on board with this.
2: Yeah, which she should really, she should at least be like, no, Australia's wrong. Like, though I did like she compliments Bart of like, I'm surprised you
0: drew so legitimately yes, on your own butt. That's a great line, too.
2: Hey, look! Those frogs are eating all their crops! <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, that's what happens when you introduce foreign species into an ecosystem that can't handle them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like The Simpsons have done eighteen episode endings like that one. But,
0: the the uh, uh, the smash zoom into a thing, an mm. ominous thing. I love the the pizzicato strings and also the yeah. do behind it. It's like yes. I couldn't.
4: What's that a reference to? It's a specific horror mm. flick, and I couldn't.
2: I couldn't figure I it. Mean, out. It kind of, kind of reminds like a, me of yeah. the eye in Psycho, like mm. the uh, and then Psycho. It, it but it's 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 just a horror trope. I think that's gone beyond a single reference. But
4: I'd like to think the end the end shot forecasted hypnotote for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I just love that a koala the friendliest cutest thing in the world <laughs> that they're zooming in like it's a threat yeah. and, and I also as a kid when I finished watching this I always imagine like well, they just the next episode should have been an alien-style survival horror thing of a Walter Mondale where they're <laughs> fighting the koala. They have to stop the koala from getting to America. Uh, but, man, that, that's one thing. I've always wanted to go to Australia just to hold a koala. If I could go to some animal place. I like, heard they're mean little ko-
0: fuckers, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> they have to sedate that koala first. But, well,
2: uh... uh, then a sleepy koala <laughs> and, and
0: their claws are, like, super sharp. Yeah, apparently. they'll yeah. gut you, man.
2: All right, I guess I've got enough cuddly animals I can hold. <laughs> Together. That was a great, a great episode. Yeah. I really... It did color my idea of Australia for a long time. Me and too. And they... I think Australia is kind of over it. They... I think they've embraced it as like, eh, we got made fun of by The Simpsons. Everybody gets hey, that. A gentle
0: ribbing. They I just they, like... got,
2: they took it better than Brazil. Though Brazil... They they said everyone gets kidnapped all the time in Brazil, which like that's a darker joke than anything. Australia
0: and it's infested in with monkeys. But yeah, I say uh, this, there's a ton of great jokes in this episode. I just appreciated, uh, I think even more for just how well built it is. There's no yeah. fat from the first second. It is setting up the story. There's mm-hmm. no joke that goes to that's waste. True. It's very very perfect in terms of construction. I <laughs> love this episode.
2: It doesn't feel like they finish the script and they're like, we need five more minutes. All right, <laughs> make up a thing that leads them to this point. Very yeah. well
0: structured.
4: It's it's televisiony. It's cartoony. It's mm-hmm. got everything and it's it's gone full circle with like Australians find this mildly offensive to Australians just embrace this and yes. love this for what it is
2: and I really like Wes Archer and his team the designs on their vacation look it, mm-hmm. are different than their itchy and scratchy looks yeah. they could have just pulled out their itchy and scratchy Bart has looks, like a
0: but... redder t-shirt for some yeah, reason yeah, <laughs> it's a more right. red t-shirt
2: and and Marge with her like you know uh, preppy sweater tied around her yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah a great episode mm-hmm. so this has been Talking Simpsons everyone thank you so much for listening and I've been your host, Bob Mackey. My other podcast is Retronauts every Monday at retronauts.com or look for Retronauts in your podcast machine. We also occasionally do bonus episodes on Fridays and like I said, it is a classic gaming podcast. I've been doing it for about seven years now out of the 11 total, so we've been around the block a few times and we probably talked about things that you like, so please look us up on the internet and retronauts.com. Including a bunch of terrible Simpsons games. Oh boy, yes, and we yeah. have covered the hell out of those games. We'll do more, we'll do more.
2: And uh, this podcast is supported on page- patreon at patreon.com slash talking simpsons we post every episode a week early and ad free on there not to mention that we have a ton of exclusives like exclusive interviews we just did a really awesome one that we have the extended version of their interview with ian jones Quarty, the creator of okko OK oh yeah who's yeah. a fan of this show so hey if you i'm a fan if, of you yeah <laughs> we, all you people who love okko OK you should listen to ian and listen to the show a famous person likes us yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: if you're so, famous let us know
2: uh, <laughs> Uh, every famous person who listens, let us know. We want to interview you. We love you too. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Patreon.com slash Talking Sims. That's also where talking critic lives where we go through every episode of the critic we're kind of, we're actually nearing the end i'm shocked we're running out of critic episodes and we've got uh co-host Diana goodman and michael riparis
4: yes and here's my segue yeah. uh from all that uh we do a show called Thirty Twenty Ten, where you look what happened 30 20 and 10 years ago and mostly pop culture history speaking of terrible simpsons games as we were for retronauts episodes the mm. simpsons game is now a decade. Oh my god! Celebrates its 10 year anniversary right around this time. Right
2: when Visceral closes down, the people
4: who made it and it, from that to Dead Space, yikes! Yep. It's wonderful in terms of Simpsons reference. It's a terrible game, and it's odd that recently on Video Game Apocalypse, the show host, the video game show host by Michael Raparez, like South Park is the game. Whether you like South Park or not, its game is a great... In terms of celebrating what South Park is, it's a great game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh yeah, we also talked about Steven Steven Universe's uh, Save the Light. It's also a really good Paper Mario... S game mm-hmm. that just came out but that Simpsons game should have been it, on paper it looks like the greatest thing ever with exclusive animation they basically
2: there's, made a whole episode worth of animation there's like it. a
4: 60 to 90 minute good episode in there but the gameplay is awful it sucks yeah. just watch that on YouTube Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's it's a very funny game yeah. uh, and then Laser Time uh, the topic based uh, show I'm currently researching this as of this recording but we just did an episode about how critics suck and we we're calling out the critics who shit on in reviews some of the greatest things of all time it's been very difficult for me to find someone shitting on The Simpsons. The whole world unanimously seemed mm-hmm. to love it in 1989 immediately, but I'm going to find that one that one wayward asshole who <laughs> disparages the show. I'm going to find it. Maybe I swear. Maybe Michael Medved will be your key to that head problem. But wait, wait, wait and hear what a Fuddy Duddies had to say about The Beatles, Star
0: Wars, <laughs> Jaws, <laughs> RoboCop. These jerks who hated some of the greatest things of all time. I hate them too. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with Homer versus Patty and Selma. We'll see you then.